If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. But let me explain. It is free, people. They have creative tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, which will make your life a lot easier. And this way it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other apps that play podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Just go to the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm online to get started and you can thank me later. Recorded live. Hello and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is your host here, Doc. And I just want to say we are not a sports show. We're not a news show. We're not a politic show. We're not an entertainment show. We're not a social media or society show. But I am going to discuss any and everything that I find interesting that has happened in the world since the last show. So welcome. I hope you enjoy. I can be reached at 724-444-7444. Call ID number is 145-048. That's live every Monday, Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. I have old videos on YouTube, Vimo, SoundCloud, Speaker, and you could check out old shows if you like. There's some clips there to see what I'm about, if you're interested in finding out how I get down. If not, please sit back and enjoy. And I'm going to start off first things first with the NBA. The NBA is starting to heat up. We're getting to the end of the season. So all these matchups, these are the key matchups from Friday through Sunday night. We got the Rockets will be playing the Wolves this week. And the Celtics are playing the Pelicans. OKC is playing the Raptors. The Trailblazers are playing the Clippers. And as you know, Golden State right now is without Curry and Klay Thompson, which I guess is going to leave the gate wide open for the Rockets to take the number one spot in the West leading into the playoffs. There's no reason at all that they should not be able to get a two, three game lead because I'm expecting the Warriors to drop a couple of these games and hopefully one of the games they drop is, I'm not going to talk about it much today, but on Monday's show, they do play the Spurs Monday night. And it's a game, every game counts right now between with the Spurs and anybody. Because for the first time in 20 years, as tight as the West is, there is a serious threat that San Antonio might not make the playoffs and uh, to me, that's disturbing, upsetting, and sickening all rolled into one. So you know how I feel about that, and I'm letting you know clearly. It looks like somebody has called in. I don't know who it is as of yet, but when they go live, we will find out. Uh, so tune in to the Ooh. NBA. Who we got here? Bones. Okay, Good Bones, afternoon. good to have you. Same to you, brother. Good afternoon. I got a full docket of stuff here. I'm going to go running through it. I just talked some NBA. Now I'm going to talk a little NCAA. Have you seen any of the tournament? No, I've just seen the scores. I see that Arizona is the bracket buster. 
uh, Arizona has screwed over, I would say, a couple of million people, me being one of them. I have Arizona going to the championship, and they're not even getting out the first round. Now, I, I watched a lot of basketball yesterday, and I don't want to really hop long on it, but there were some things that I seen yesterday that were pretty amazing. Congratulations, first of all, to Buffalo University basketball for beating Arizona. That that was a shock. They didn't just beat them. They, dis- they demolished them. Uh, and my niece is a uh, a grad and a uh, grad school graduate of the University of Buffalo. So I'm sure she's feeling pretty oopsie today because who the hell ever talks about the University of Buffalo? Let's be real. Who that? But congratulations to the University of Buffalo. Now, I did see uh, one game yesterday, and it really disturbed me. Miami Hurricanes were playing Loyola of Chicago. And they have a coach there named Jim Laranzanga, who has to be in the top five assholes coaching anywhere. He might be a real good coach, but he allowed his team to have a meltdown, and he did nothing. And this kid, Lonnie Walker IV, I feel bad for two people this week. This week, Lonnie Walker IV, who had a total meltdown. First, he dribbles the ball off his own leg out of bounds. Then he misses a potentially game-winning free throw. So that is bad on top of bad, right? And 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 he's a young man. He played the sport for free other than education, so I'm not going to come down on him. Now, Rhode Island also played yesterday. Rhode Island played, and their bench, and I'm shocked because Danny Hurley is their coach, and he comes from a pedigree of his father being his longtime coach in Jersey. His brother, Bobby Hurley, is a Duke legend, and they, so they're pretty classy. But this bench for Rhode Island, you can look them up online. They're the biggest trending men going out there. They acted like complete assholes, this bench. And the game wasn't even over. I mean, they were playing Oklahoma. They had guys like acting like they were swimming on the ground. I mean, I don't like to see athletes act like that, Bones. I like, you know, you win with class, you lose with dignity. Right. You don't act up. And I'm going to tell you now, my Dukies, the Blue Demons, are going to lay fire to this team's ass. Rhode Island gets up. If Duke starts beating them, because I'm sure Shusevsky going to say, you see that team over there? They'll clown you if they beat you. And see, nobody, that's extra motivation. You do not want to be clowned. So you go out of your way not to lose to a person who's going to clown you. Now, another person I feel horrible for. And maybe, I don't know if you, you, you're watching it yet. This is Us. The TV show? No. I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to binge watch. I watched the first episode. I got to finish okay. the rest. So I can't really go into any detail because I don't want to mess anything up for you. But they finally, after three seasons or two seasons, made somebody villainous. And this young lady is catching hell online that is like, this is the type of grief that Trump should be getting. It's a character on TV getting it. 
So it's it's kind of difficult. I feel for this young lady. I, I was hoping my man um, Netboy would call him because I'm sure he would be able to give me good advice. I'm watching a commercial yesterday for the Avengers Infinity War. And I have no clue of what movies I need to watch before I see this movie. It looks like all these Marvel movies fit in, but there has to be like a uh, a link from one movie. Like you must see uh, maybe Captain America's uh, War to see this one. If not, you'll be lost. See, that's the only thing I don't like about these movies that go in sequence. Because right. if you Did don't you see one... I, there are a bunch of Marvel movies I missed. I have not seen Wonder Woman. I have not seen Doctor Strange. I have not seen the first two Avengers. I have not seen the last two Captain Americas. Oh, now, yeah, you got to watch them all then. <laughs> I am a huge comic book fan as a kid. So the characters I all know, this, these particular stories that they're telling, I have no clue. But... I mean, like, sometimes you can skip a film. But, I mean, somebody might actually tell me I need to see Ant-Man. And I don't even, Ant-Man wasn't on my radar. But right. somebody might say, you know, you must see Ant-Man because it's going to explain blah, blah, blah. Like, now, I stayed up to date with all of the X-Men. I watched every single X-Men. I gave up on every single Star Wars after the last six. So these mm-hmm. new Jedi's, I'm not into. I, I, have, I have no idea, and I have no feeling for it. I, I stayed up with Lord of the Rings, even though I still have not seen the very last Lord of the Rings, or the very last Hobbit. First, it was Lord of the Rings, then it was the Hobbits. So I've seen five out of the six, and I will see six eventually. It's on my docket of things to do. But I was just hoping that there were a couple of them that I could skip because this movie comes out April 7th. That is a lot of movies to have to catch up with in, in like a two-week span. Plus, I haven't seen Black Panther yet. So, you know, I'm, 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 a, I'm a bit lost here. Maybe I'm like, you right. know what I'll do? That, that's what Google's for. You go online and you find out, like, what should I or should I? I mean, unless you've given me advice now that I need to really watch them all because I need something concrete. We're talking hours of viewing time here. Yeah. You know? I, you, know I, you know, you probably don't want to miss anything, so I would just watch them all. Yeah, that, that's a lot of movies. I will say that. Yeah. Now, let me ask you a question, man. How uh, technically technological do you think you are on a scale of one to ten one being bad ten being you are on top of everything well um i I guess i would give myself a six okay six is not too bad are you waking are you working to make sure that you're at an eight you need to be at an eight yeah, yeah, I'm working to move up because I had told my wife that I was going to, if I have to go take a class, I got free time, go even go take a class someplace or just read or just, you know, because, you know, this is where this is where the world is moving. 
So right. and, and, you don't want to be behind. Look, you don't want to be um, like, like say you got a business. You don't want to still be writing checks to pay somebody and somebody send you a check to pay you when they have all of these cash apps and quick pays and stuff like that to get, you know, your money or even for you to send out money. Now, the reason I was going there is this. I I see that you have to be technology inclined. If you have anybody who's under the age of 21 living with you, because you can't have them more advanced than you because they can live a whole secret world that you would be not privy to. And you can't have that. You can just you just cannot have that. Uh, not not in a world where everything's electronic. So, uh, I mean, I watched that. I watched my nephew. He's like I was telling that uh, we did the show Monday. My nephew's a, is an engineer. So he was more technically inclined at nine years old than everybody in his household. He could have been doing. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, next time that I sit down and talk to him because he's an adult now. I could ask him questions that I couldn't ask him at 12. And I could ask him, well, what the fuck are you looking at when you were home alone and you were 11? I mean, what was you exposing yourself? Be honest. What did you expose yourself to at 12 that maybe you shouldn't have, but you had the ability to do because nobody even knew how to find out if you did it? I mean, you got parents who got kids in their home, and they don't even know how to check history on a computer. Right. Don't even have, don't even know how to check history, which is the simplest fucking thing to do. You know, so I, I I'm, I'm, I'm big on, uh, on being up to date. Now I'm gonna skip over to something. I'm gonna say, because I, I, I promise you, I had something to say about this subject yesterday. You posted something on your Facebook. I found it interesting. So I want to say a rest in peace to Craig Mack. Craig Mack meant a lot to the hip-hop world, even though if it was just for a moment. But it yes. was a hell of a moment. Flavor in your ear and remix of Flavor in your ear and him being on the Mary J. Blige, that was humongous, man. I mean, because yeah. there really was no bad boy before that. Right, right. Now, as I looked at your list, I will agree that Craig Mack's won in a very long list of young hip-hop and actors, especially of the African-American community, to have passed away at a ridiculously young age. Now, if we're going to go biblical, if we're going to go biblical, and I'm going to go biblical with it, biblical is if you die before the age of 70, you might as well have been a teenager. Right. That's the way they look at it. If you died before 70, you died young. Okay, so 46 is, we're talking 24 years just to 70. So he died young. Now, I, I, I watched a documentary this very morning on Craig Mack, and it's called Crazy Like That Glue. Pretty informative. It's only an hour. It was fun to watch. You get some insight on Puffy's relationship with Craig. I mean, you don't get a lot of insight on who Craig was, but it's just a, a I guess, a surface uh, documentary. I, but for an hour, it's something to watch. Now, here's my thing with Craig Mack. I don't know how deep that cult he was in is. 
their doctrine. Because here's the funny part. And I'm not going to go into too much detail with strangers because if anybody's listening, even though this is strange talk, you're going to be more than likely a stranger to me. Right. 46, congestive heart failure is not a death penalty. Mm-hmm. Doc, how do you know this? You're not a medical doctor. I know enough about that one particular subject that I wish I did not know to know that it's not. But if you are in, and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to cast this dispersion on them bones. But suppose this was the type of cult that said we could pray it out of you. We don't believe in medicines. We don't believe in certain surgeries. We don't know right. that. Right. We, we don't know if that's the kind of doctrine Craig was following. Because it's one thing, you know, you know what, okay, you say, how the hell could you come up with this conclusion he was a cult? You hit bottom line, if you're not a, if you're not a, basically a Catholic priest, you do not live at the church. If you live at the church, the church is a cult. Right. Who do you know who lived at a church, Bones? Yeah, yeah. Nobody. <laughs> you you go to church. You go right. to temple. It's not your residence. Right. So, you know, it's like I said, I hope he rests in peace. I hope he had all the happiness and the peace of mind because from what, how they described it, the people that knew him, he was accepting death as an inevitability and he wasn't scared of it. And I want to be that courageous when my time comes. Mm-hmm. But I also know that there is a medical community. I also know that there's medicines. There are surgeries. And somebody laying their hands upon me does not just make me well. It doesn't cure all ills. I, 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 you know what? I, I, I fight that one, with, especially with people who think they know biblical stuff all the time. Me and my wife were sitting we turned the channel, just turned the channel, and this Pat Robinson came on. You know who Pat Robinson is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Pat Robinson says this thing, and I almost fell out of my chair because it's so funny, and I've heard it so many times. He's on the phone with somebody. He's on the TV show. He's on the phone, and the guy on the phone is telling him, you know, I got, like, cancer in my liver. So he rubs his hands together, and he goes, the Lord is speaking to me right now, and he's telling me that that cancer is removed. You could feel the warmth in that section of your body right now. Now, being a person who's read the Bible seven or eight times, front to back, mm-hmm. and, no, and no passage, I double, triple dare anybody to correct me on this, in no healing in the Bible, has a person described that they needed to feel warmth in an area. If God said it, it was over that second. No next week, no next month, no pay a tab, no pay a penalty, no do anything. If he said it that second, it was done that second. If he told somebody, you're going to die this second, they dropped dead. They didn't have to feel warmth. They didn't have to have an aneurysm. They just died. Right, And I would say, people buy into this bullshit all the time. 
Where, I, tell me where did Jesus heal somebody and they felt warm? The lady touched the hem of his robe. She never described that it was a warm sensation that came through her body. You don't need warm sensation. Suppose it's cool. Suppose it's just nothing. I've never known anybody to be instantly healed from anything. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's some people out there, and God bless them, but it ain't me. You know? Right, right. Well, the kids had some bad news this week, man. Kids of America. The children, places, and Toys R Us are going out of business, man. They're closing all the stores. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, I think I think Toys R Us will survive, but as an online business, because yeah. as long as there's children, children will need toys. Right. I, I got a feeling that five years from now, Amazon's going to take over the world, and we're not going to be able to get shit unless we get it from Amazon. Right, yeah, because Amazon is delving into all types of um, um, markets. Yeah, they might be taking over Macy's, Sears, J.C. Penney's. I mean, these were the depart. When you have no department stores, I remember Macy's was like the big. Okay, put it this way: if you had a couple of dollars, Macy's was the biggest department store that you would shop before you went up a level. Right, you know. You got places that are below Macy's, like, uh, what, damn, what, Connors or whatever. I don't even know their name. You know, Conways. Oh, you know, you got people who shop at Conways, but Macy's is above a Conways or Dr. Yeah. J's or Models. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can find designer stuff there. But, yeah, but I think this other business went out of business or reshaped itself. You ever heard this place called FAO Short? Yeah, FHO Schwartz, it was also, and I still thought it exists, was, is a huge, they see, they're, they're more of the uh, upper line version of a toy store. Right, right. You know, you, you go to FAO Schwartz, you're not, you're not finding a $5 toy, you know. No, no, you're not. You know, um, you, you, you're definitely not finding a $5 toy. Man, so I, when I was thinking about this, uh, matter of fact, I'm hoping, I'm hoping like hell this is Netboy right here on the line because I got two things and I want to get back to. Hello, who we got? Netboy. Hey, Net, good, man. This is you, perfect timing. I was just yeah. talking about Craig Mack, and I wanted to go back to Craig Mack because. I, I cannot let this pass by. Diddy is world-known, renowned all over the world. Everybody knows the name P. Diddy. But I, 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 I thought about Bad Boy Records. And if you haven't turned to religion, you're dead. Basically, if you were artists at Bad Boy. Yeah, most of them turned to, uh, let's see, Craig Mack went to, I don't know what his is, but Mace went to church. Loon went Loon. to Muslim. Shine's a Hasidic Jew. Oh, yeah, Shine. G. Depp turned himself in for a murder that nobody was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> 17, 17 years later, he turned himself in for a murder that, 
I mean, just walked into a precinct and said, I murdered a guy back in 93. They just like, we wasn't even fucking looking for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Biggie's dead. Yep. It's like, I, I was like, what kind of Right now he's in dead or jail. Yeah, what kind of aura does Diddy have around him that everybody either becomes deeply religious or dies? What a hell of an aura this guy has. <laughs> Man, I got to give him a PSA real quick. People, if you have not done it, 318 million mega is two freaking dollars. 455 million power is two stinking dollars. You're going to waste that on a cup of coffee. You might change your whole, and I don't work for the lottery, you might change your whole generation, your whole family's off of one stinking $2. $4, spend the $4. What is it going to hurt? It's $4. I just like well, to say that. What is the statistics? There people that win the lottery end up going broke? But you want to know something? Then you buck the odds on that. <laughs> buck the odds. Be the, be the game changer. Now, Bones, this might not be up your alley, but I, I, I want your insight on this because this is – I found out some horrible news, and I think you know the lady's name. WWE was going to have at WrestleMania a fabulous moolah battle royal, and they decided to change the name. Have you heard about this, Net? Yeah, uh, the fan outrage. Listen, I am outraged when I found out who the fabulous Moolah really was. I cannot believe that Vince was ever in business with this woman. The, the allegations against her are worse than anything that's in Hollywood today by these men. She literally yeah, she people out. pimping Crazy. girls out. I was like, get the fuck out of here. So this is information Vince had to have heard from at least his father. He grew up in this business. He's like 70 years old. Yep. I, 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 I was like, this is a woman who literally, like girls would go to wrestle for somebody, say, in Ohio, and when they get there, the dude would be like, you know why you're really here. And they'd be like, we came to do the wrestling match. He'd be like, hell no, you didn't. I'm banging all of you. Yeah. And the guys are banging you. I mean, and they they made her this this other symbol that you know when we see her with Mae Young. I love those two old ladies. I didn't know that she was such a vile creature. What they say is the the Bill Cosby syndrome, and probably yeah, the one thing behind closed doors. Yeah, well, you know that's 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 where the true person is. That's why, you know, there's this word my wife likes to use called caping, but you're just vouching for people. One thing yeah. you will never hear dog do. I will vouch how Bones treats me. I will vouch how Netboy treats me. But after that, I can't vouch for anything. And I don't want nobody vouching for me because you don't know who I am behind closed doors. Yeah, I think I told and you I, a story before on the show that – there was a lady on my old job that I was really cool with. She's she, really great. She's a white lady from Staten Island. I, I accepted her on Facebook. I think she's bought a lot of races. Like, mm. straight races. So I was like, yeah. you, you never know what people do. Yeah, that's, you know what? And, and we, we, we have a society 
that idolizes celebrities so fucking much. I mean, idolize them so much that people will fight with you over them not knowing anything about them. And I think once you see how somebody really gets down with their their kids, their woman, you get to see you get to see a little bit behind the curtain. You don't get to see everything because when they close the door and let you go, you don't know the very next thing he does is kick his own woman in the ass. You don't know. I, I'm sure people have done that for for generations. Very abusive, but they put on a good front. I mean, damn, look like the most loving person you ever want to see. You know, I'm so. I mean, there's some people right in your face. Like this fucking teacher in Florida, man. This math teacher, he, he using the N word in class. And then telling the white girls in the school, avoid dating black boys because they're, they're only going to be trouble. He only gets a 10-day suspension for that. Yeah, that's crazy. 10-day suspension, man. That To me, that's insane. And then what about this one? Dylan's Roof's sister. Did y'all hear about Dylan Roof's sister? Yeah, they they come from a crazy family. Well, she's she is now completely outed herself. Doc, hey, what's going on? Listen, I, I called to join the show this morning. I want to talk about these playoffs here. I want to what know playoffs? The, the, the NBA playoffs is coming up. Yes, yes, but you're gonna have to hold for one second on that. Um. How do you have a brother who does a mass suicide, a, a mass killing? Did you show up at a school with a knife, pepper spray? You don't think, and then put it once again, and I said this 150,000 times, you put this shit on social media. What is the matter with these kids and social media? It's the, you know what I hate to say? It? It's, 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 you know... You don't see no black kids shooting in no schools. But these yeah, white, well, the white mental health don't have no color. I understand that. But when the white kids do it, the something's wrong there, uh, Doc. Something's wrong there. Two of the kids. What's going on with your phone, man? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yeah, talk talking to the talking to the uh talking to the uh receiver, man. I wanna hear you clearly. Can you hear me clearly now? Yes I can. That's a lot better. Okay, uh, something's wrong with their family, man. It's, it's a mental it's a mental issue help with both parents. It gotta be right. See, I, I I'm going to agree on one thing that I will not argue. Mm-hmm. The the outward against everybody killing is coming from young white males. There is no ifs ands or buts about that. You cannot argue that. Right, but. We have a mental health issue, too. Yeah. Our mental health issue is gangsterism, where yeah. you could kill in the community, and it's no issue whatsoever. We know you're from where I'm from. Bones is from where I'm from. Kareem, I mean, uh, Nat is from Harlem, Right. Net, yep. did you know any legit killers? Yeah, I know. Yep. 
I know for a fact, Chuck, you knew legit killers. Yes. Bones, yes. you knew legit killers, right? Nobody, I mean, some of these guys walked around with immunity, and they they were doing this shit for a decade. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just that this stuff no is... No consequences. Exactly. And nobody even... See, we can't be hypocrites. We can't frown. I mean, it's fucked up when they do it. It's messed up. If an Asian kid does it, I don't care who does it. Right is right and wrong is wrong. But right. I know guys who legitimately were doing stuff like this. And people knew... And some of these guys be having seven, eight bodies. And it's no big deal. Because we have a code that says you can't say nothing. Right. Matter of fact, you can't even, you can't, hey, what the hell? You can't even root against them getting caught. Or you come off looking bad. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then they become, then they become idols. Yeah, yeah. They become. You kill somebody, you're like a, 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 a hero. Is that, well, listen. I'm somebody, said, somebody said in a, a rap record, I don't know who it was. I, y'all respect the, uh, you respect the shooters. Oh no, you respect the nigga that got shot. I respect the shooters. I forgot who lyrics that was. In a record. Oh man, you know what? That could have been a lot of people down. What what kills me about it is I, I've been I've been doing a lot of research because they have all these programs now. Last couple of months on Biggie and Tupac and their murders and all and it's quite interesting but it always leads back to this one guy and this guy is really like one of the most interesting guys especially since I never heard his name when I was a kid and I heard everybody else's name Haitian Jack now when his movie gets released that shit is going to be a, one of the biggest movies there is and this guy is nothing but a stone cold killer listen Haitian Jack let me tell you something about him Jason Jack and um, Jimmy Jimmy Henchman, them two had every they had anything everything to do with rap from 1990 on. Them dudes was some serious serious dudes, serious dudes. Jimmy Henchman, he know who killed Tupac. Jimmy Henchman. Jimmy Henchman, that beef with, with Tupac and Biggie, he knew what it was about. The beef that happened with Jimmy Henchman and Tupac was Tupac was supposed to do a song for Little Sean, which is a rapper in, uh, in Brooklyn. Tupac didn't do it. He took the money and didn't do it. So what Jimmy Henchman did was send some thugs to that studio that day, get that paper back, rob them, don't hurt them, just get the money back. They did it, and it wound up. What I heard is wound up is the streets going, you know, it's a street code thing. The street code is that Tupac shot himself. Yes, at least in the balls. Yes, he shot himself. Okay? So all that, Tupac took that thing with with him and Biggie, and him getting shot and robbed, and he ran with it. He ran with it. And and since then, every since then, then, he got shot and he did all that. Tupac was the biggest thing since Brooklyn. Same thing with 50 Cent. He got shot nine times. He took it and rolled with it and he got big. That's yeah, and, and 
and and like the, all the rest of the names, I know. All the rest of the names. I mean, I, we grew up in the era of the real 50 cents. Yeah, yeah. The real 50 cents was about 150 bands. See, here's the thing. He's, he's considered such a legend. The guy was a psychopathic killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember, the, I remember there was times people did not go downtown because they heard that he was around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about yeah. our and popular just, shows like Gangland and stuff like that. People idolize those shows. Hey, Ned, I'm telling you, it wasn't just him. It was a bunch of grimy mother effers like him, and they had that whole area. And he didn't even live directly there. And then if you went to Pink Houses, there was a whole nother thing going on. Who Pink also... Houses. Pink, Pink Houses was Pink, was uh, cut. Was a, yeah, was that's cut. Can do. Yeah. Now, these were guys I knew in passing. Now, I'm going to tell you now, Chuck spent a lot of time on a block that I was well hated, and I hated everybody on that block. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bainbridge yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've had more fights in my life with guys from one block, <clears throat> and it was that block. That block was like uh, uh, everybody block. thought they was a gangster. Yeah, that block was like on no other block. I, I didn't understand. I didn't no, understand everybody that. thought they were Butch, fucking Cassidy, and the Sundance Kid on that block. Yeah. <laughs> First time somebody ever tried to rob me in my life, and I was like, I know you, motherfucker. How are you gonna try to do this to me? Yeah. He's like, hey, don't sweat it, just run it. I was like, I'm not running shit. You got the wrong one here, guy. Yeah. And, and what's and what's just trying to put your hands in my pocket without putting a weapon out? <laughs> what what is that? When did they write that rule? I don't know. I know a lot of guys that's been in jail for over thirty years, twenty seven years are coming home now. Are coming home now, and it's it's like it's it's crazy. That block brain bridge, man. I just happened to go with a girl up that block. And yeah, and, I, and you want to know the crazy thing about it? I played football with most of those guys. You sure did. The whip stick. Uh, what you going to do? I remember. They were the renegades. Here's the crazy part. Net, they were thugs, but they were athletes. Insane. <laughs> football players <laughs> and thugs. Yeah. Yeah. The funny part is some of these guys... When they eventually come home, they still think that they can run the streets, and these people now ain't playing. Well, we got a we got a new TV show coming out, The Last OG, about a dude who's been in jail for uh, what's his name, Tracy um, Morgan. What the hell is Tra- Tracy Morgan and mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he used to run shit in Brooklyn, and he comes home after 15 years, and he's he's confused about what's going on in the world. Yeah, think yeah. about it. He, he, ain't, he ain't never turned the laptop on. No cell phone? Yeah, he don't know what the fuck Snapchat is. You yeah. know? But you, you wanted to talk a little ball. Did, either, did, you, did you watch uh, any of the NCAA tournament? Either uh, one. I've seen a little. I saw the earlier game. Yo, well, I, I, 
it's the, the, the streets is a serious, serious thing for a long time. I'm going back to the Tupac thing for a long time. Tupac and Suge knew what happened. The, Tupac knew who the dudes. That's why he named Jimmy Henchman and a lot of things. Because he named Zach too. He named who? He named Zach also. Yeah. And and touch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you a, know what? Tuck was a Tuck was a robbing nigga. Tuck robbed his mother's church on the bus. That's how nuts he was. Matter of fact, he shot two cops in a in a barber shop. Yeah. And, and got away. Was, yeah, you're right. And it was no that one was, he got away with. Yeah, because yeah. they rolled on him. It was no one well, said that. It was no one said that Tuck still got Tupac changed. Yeah, but you know what? One thing we—I remember—we had this conversation with Bones earlier, like uh, when we first started doing this version of the show. The thing about being free, like truly free, is you gotta know where you fit in. Because, see, you say you fuck around with a guy like that, and you say you want to get involved in that kind of lifestyle, they're expecting you to be all in. There's no half. There's no half. You can't stick your toe in that water. You either in that water or you out of that water. And 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 if they are real shark, sometimes real sharks only say there's prey and sharks. You know. But we 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 are heating up, man. The NBA is heating up. Yeah, it's heating up. And now I. And you know uh, uh, that I'm a, a hater of the police. You know that. Um, I don't think it's about beating them in seven days. Hey, speak I'm back into that. Speak back into yeah. the phone. Yeah, uh, 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 you know I'm a hater of the Golden State Warriors. You know that already. Um, I don't see nobody beating them in seven games. James Harden doesn't show up to the playoffs. So, but Houston got a chance. Uh, you know what? Houston will have home. I said that to start this show. Houston will have home court advantage because Curry, Curry is injured, and I don't give a damn what anybody says. Two years ago, my wife broke her thumb, and trust me, that shit ain't no two-week injury. She said sometimes snapping her finger, and it's two years, still bothers her. Think about it. Clay Thompson is going to have 210-pound men running into that hand. So, and and uh, injuries are no excuses because I'm not giving my Spurs no pass because they've been injured. Even though I wish Kawhi would get his shit together and shit or get off the pot like the old people say. Either come to play Kawhi or get the fuck out, man. Because I have never said that about a Spurs. I have, I, I am a dedicated Spurs fan, but before I'm a Spurs fan, I'm a realist. I think he's playing games with them. And yeah, something's like going it. on in that locker room where he yeah, he doesn't want to play right now. Then you know what? He, you're a very quiet man. He's a very quiet man, Kawhi. But. Sometimes in life you gotta speak. Speak or forever hold your peace, man. Now I have what? to, I have you know to ask contract? you this. 
His contract, he's under contract next year. No meaning like how much he makes. He he signed one of those at the time maxes for like seventy two mil. Don't forget the max okay. just went up to this. He's due to get two hundred and thirty mil from the Spurs. Nobody else could pay him two thirty. Oh, maybe think, that's what the think, whole of it. Maybe he wanted an extension. But you know what? He's due for it in a year. He's twenty six. Shit, man. You could play one year at twenty two million. I'm not crying. I'm not crying for a guy making twenty-two million. Now I have to ask you a question because I think you'd be the right person for this net. This Avengers: Affinity Wars is coming out in April. What movies do you say? Please don't tell me I need to see all nineteen. But what movies do you say I must see before I see this movie, or I'm going to be lost? Uh, think you need this. I don't think you really need to see anything. Because you'll be Thank caught you. up within that movie. Okay. but I mean, but then, is there any characters that you're not familiar with, like Ant-Man or anything like that? Okay, well, see, I don't know really Ant-Man. So I will watch and Ant-Man, I don't, which was a pretty good movie. I don't know uh, Wakanda. I don't know them. Oh, you got to so, see Black Panther, man. Come on now. See, and, and I guess I really should be... Out. Uh, you know what, man? I, I right now I'm, I'm so caught up, and I, I, I'm gonna tell you both now. I'm not even gonna bullshit you. I will not be seeing the Black Panther this weekend. It's NCAA tournament. Tiger's back. I'm into watching Tiger. I. <laughs> so you know what? No, I'm thankful that TV is taking a break for five minutes. I, I was hoping that uh, Bones was more caught up because it was a very interesting This Is Us this week. Uh, very this, interesting. I didn't see this week either. Well, you got to watch it. Watch it. I won't say a word. Just very, very interesting. But I would like to say The Walking Chore is a is a hell of a show that's killing me softly. L- listen, if Sunday, I don't want to do it to myself. I always wonder why people hurt themselves. But it's going to be hard for me not to kick my TV in if The Walking Dead pulls off another shitty episode this week. <laughs> oh, I'm back. Sure that's so much potential. Okay. So much potential. The Walking Dead needs to wrap it up already. Listen, do you know that The Walking Dead's ratings are, like, bottoming out? First of all, people over Negan. He's not what he's supposed to be. He's nothing. He's a he's a he's like a clown with a baseball bat. Yeah, how you got and, all these people following you, you just got a bat. I got an M sixteen and you got a bat. Matter of fact, if you had a taser and I had a gun, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, not too many things add up to a gun but a gun. Yep. I don't care about your baton if I got a gun. Your baseball. And it didn't when they pulled that twist on us last week, which makes absolutely no sense. That all of a sudden, if this blood touches you, it's like acid from hell. When people have been covering themselves in it for eight seasons, (laughs) they basically saying every one of you people that's watching AMC, y'all all idiots. We could tell you anything. And how many times 
Has Gabriel been involved with anything but talking the episodes that have Gabriel? He can't fight. I think he might but, have killed I mean, one person earlier on. But, I mean, damn, he could. you could have Gabriel run around. First, we had him locked in that uh, trailer with Negan, where they, I, Negan's come to Jesus moment. Yeah. And then, this last week, I thought I was watching, um, I thought I was watching Carl die again. <laughs> I said they painted Carl black, and now he's dying again. That, and that now guy, they found the doctor out of nowhere. Yeah, who, who they killed instantly. Yeah, it, it did they kill like that. that doctor? No, no, the, you know, the, 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 the other doctor. Oh, there's the another end, doctor. He was like, oh. He, at the end, he was like, oh, I'm a doctor, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Indian guy. Yeah. Yeah, he got medical training. Yeah, yeah, I got stuff that's helpful. Uh, you know, uh, it's just amazing. It's it's amazing. You got uh, first of all, they disturbed the shit out of me with the garbage pail lady. I I understand she was barefoot, and we could have focused on that for like three seconds. But to have the camera linger on the worst fucking feet I've ever seen in my life for like what felt like <laughs> in ten minutes. And I think that's an attractive part of a woman's body, if they're right. But damn, those were wrong. I was like, my <laughs> God, man, why you got to do this to me? You cured me of that shit. I don't want a foot anywhere near me again in life because that is fucked up. I mean, I understand she went through some hell, but. And what happened to her? Are we supposed to think that she got gang raped by Negan's men? Because why is she stripped down? Oh, yeah, true. I mean, they, they give you, they, now see, here's a show that's uh, an expert at tickling your ass with a feather. This is us, knows how to tickle you with a feather, at, and they give you the right information and they move on. Walking Dead doesn't know how to do it. Now we got this fucking idiots, man. You, you hear about what's going on in Austin, Texas? Oh, yeah. People have been getting pipe yeah. bombs in the mail? Yes, yeah, like a quiet and kept thing. It's been going on since the early part of the month. It just yeah. put out the three people that died who happened to be yeah. people of color, which were black. Yeah, well, you know exactly how that goes. Uh, we're not really news until we do something that upsets the apple cart. If it, it fucks with us, Ah, uh, whatever. I wish it, I wish it, I wish that wasn't the world we live in, but it's the world we live in, man. You know. And I gotta say something about this one state, man. There's something seriously wrong with the state of Florida. Florida is is to me. I always come down to Mississippi and Alabama, but really I come down to Mississippi and Alabama because of their racist past, not so much of 2017, 2018, and forward. Basically, Alabama, Mississippi are pretty quiet. Florida really is the penis of America. I mean, you put up a bridge, you put up a bridge and the shit doesn't even last a day and it costs lives. What kind of engineers, I mean, did you get these engineers from Clown College? 
Yeah, I want to know. They said it was an accelerated process. What the hell is that? Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, did, did, you, did you see it on the news, how they brought the bridge over? They brought the bridge up on those uh, things that had it jacked up. They rolled it up and just put it up, and it was up. It was, like, put up in less than a week. Yeah, and you know this thing is not supposed to even have been finished in 2019. They Somebody needed this fucking to save foot- some money. You know what? They couldn't bring in some. I'm gonna tell you who know how to do foot bridges. Vegas knows how to do foot bridges. Bring the engineers from Vegas over. Oh yeah, they got a ton of them now. Yeah, and and you know what? I used to go to Vegas. You used to have to cross them streets. And then the one year I went yep. back, and I was like, oh shit, I don't have to cross the street. This is beautiful. And you know what? Them bridges, millions of people walk upon those bridges yearly, and they don't crumble. This shit, two minutes they had it up. You know? Yeah, it's like they use mud. Yeah, but, you know, like like I said, this is Florida. It's the same place where you can call a boy, you know, don't date black boys, N-word in the class, barely get suspended. The, the DA doesn't even know what the fuck to do with that Cruz kid. One week they're asking him to take a plea deal, next week they saying, we giving you the death penalty. So they changed their mind, Bones. They said, we're going to kill you. <laughs> Bizarre. Just last Italy. week, just last week, they said, cop out, we'll take the death penalty off the table, you get life imprisonment. Now, me personally, I would, if I'm Cruz, I'm praying for the death penalty. Please give me the death penalty. I mean, because nobody can prove how painful that needle is. We don't know the if that's needle, the most painful shit. Probably end up having, a, end up having a boyfriend there anyway. Yeah, but you want to know something? Because he's so psychotic and, 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 and ridiculous and the shit that he said, he might be one of those guys that they isolate. I mean, I can't imagine, man. I just I don't have, I can't wrap my mind around it because I've never been in this situation. I can't imagine being locked in a – I mean, I've been locked in an elevator, trapped in an elevator. I think if you're in New York at some point in time, we've all been stuck in an elevator for at least a little while. Yep. And I might be cool while I'm in there, but internally, there's some shit going on with me. I'm mad enough to admit it. I'd be like, man, I feel like this is the last minute of my life. Get me the fuck out of here. I've actually one time – we were working together. Hold on. Did you work with me at 485 7th Yes. Okay. I got stuck on that elevator. And I thought those were some shitty elevators. I got stuck on the elevator once. I worked on a Saturday. And I panicked so much, I opened the doors, which you're not supposed to do. And I never realized that when you open those doors, it's nothing but a brick wall there. And that really messed me up. I was like, I thought I was going to open the door and I'd be able to see the floor. And I was like, you know what, you're an idiot, but I'm climbing out. It was a brick wall. I was like, oh, my. And I'm saying, this is what this kid's got to look forward to maybe for 70 years. Basically living beyond a brick wall. Screw that, man. Yeah. It's easier to, to take a needle. I know it's a cop out. Yeah, people want him to suffer. Death, you think the death would still be on death row for you. 20 years. But you know why? Those are people who appeal. You know, some people die in three years. Look at Florida and Virginia. People die quick because they go like this. I'm not appealing. Because you could exhaust your appeals. 
And that's what takes 10, 12, 15 years. If you go like this, okay, judge said, boom, death penalty's on the table. Give me a date, motherfucker. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if you don't give me a date, those serial killer guys like that be having fans. I'll be sending somebody for your daughter, judge. That motherfucker will give you a date. Because it's a sick world, but nobody gets more mail than serial killers in jail. I bet you Charles yeah, Manson had boxes. Yeah, I bet you Charles Manson had boxes of mails. Boxes and boxes. How do you think these guys who be like serial rapists get marriage proposals? It's not like they meeting chicks. Because <laughs> they got fans. They got, they got uh, GoFundMe accounts or PayPal's. I bet you Charles Manson never heard it for commissary. I bet he never did. You know? Even though there's been a couple of prisoners who have done shit in real life that I'm, I'm, I should have reached out and supported them. Especially in this racist-ass society. <laughs> you know, you did something... You did something that... You know, maybe I can look and say, oh, man, I, why can't I send him $10 and you make a phone call to his mama? Well, man, you guys got a hard job, man, these fucking teenagers. The HIV and syphilis is through the roof again. Yeah, that's, that's, that's insane, man. You thought that by now there'll be something out there where they figured it out, but I don't know. It seems like it keep rising every few years. One of them is just stupidity. You know what? You don't know the person. Safety first. I mean, this don't work for everybody, but it works for me. You date a chick, you decide that you're going to get in a relationship with a chick. and But you got to know that she's uh, loyal, and you can be loyal. And you go like this. Get a test. Let's get tested. Until that test comes back, nobody takes off anything. At this day, you know what? just run across the street to CVS and get a test. No, fuck that. I want you to go to a doctor, and I want you to show me paperwork that's on. I don't give a damn about some DNA or some uh, <laughs> test from. I want a test. Matter of fact, we all, Bones was, was talking about this on his Facebook, and it made sense. Doctors are important. Checkups are important. Dentists are important. We need to do that anyway. All you got to do is say, listen, I would like to get an HIV test. You can, I don't know about you guys in New York, but every doctor that I go to here in North Carolina, I have a portal where I can see the results of everything that I do. Every time that I've ever yeah. seen them, everything yeah. we Yeah, we have what we call my charts. So, and my charts are linked through different hospitals. So, like, if something happens to me, say something bad happens to me, I get in a car accident, and I'm not responsive, they can go into my chart and see everything that I've ever been, you know, last time I even got a flu shot. So, you know what? There's no excuse that she can't show him and he can't show her. And until then, you use condoms. I mean, not that that's a cure-all, because a condom ain't going to help your mouth. You know? Right. And ain't nobody using no damn dental dams. I've never even seen a dental dam. Oh, uh, baby, I don't do that. 
I, I don't do that until you get tested, you know. And, and I mean, what the fuck I'm going to get? I'm not wrapping no woman up in no saran wrap. I mean, yeah. I don't think that should be the third thing in bed, a big-ass thing of saran wrap. <laughs> you know, I, I like physical contact, skin to skin, but I also want to be safe. I mean, I, I, I've been lucky. I've been lucky, man. I ain't never had none of that dreaded shit, man. I don't want no, I don't want no syphilis or gonorrhea or herpes. I mean, if some of that shit, they cure for five seconds and it comes back like, like a vacation memory. It comes back every other year. You know, if that chick got cold sores on her lip and it's June, she ain't the one. <laughs> You're not supposed to have cold sores on your lip all the time that come and go. You know, no, you ain't the right one for me. I'm trying to live. It's it's, it's three things that's not supposed to kill you guys. One's your dick. The other two are your knife and your fork. And and we never learn. We die from the knife and the fork because we eat bad shit all the time. I'm not saying you guys. I'm thinking that y'all eat healthy. I'm not saying vegan is the right way, but you, you, you can't eat burgers every day. You can't eat fries every night. You know, if that shit is frozen, it's not supposed to be the only way you eat dinner. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a psychopath now. I actually read the fucking sodium and the uh, carbs and... The fat content. And I will, I, like, if I have a bad breakfast, I won't have a bad dinner. I'm, I'm over 50. I have to be careful of that. Because I don't, you who, nobody wants to be like the old people say, you got sugar, you got fucking high blood pressure, or what they used to call it, uh, hypertension. Uh, I want to keep, yeah, I want to keep my feet. My toes, my hands, and my legs, and my eyes. Yeah, I got an uncle. I got an uncle, and I think he's ninety-five. He they just had to take his foot. I'm like, shit! You live ninety-five years and you lose a foot? Yeah, because if not, then it'll be the leg. Yeah. But yeah. you know what? It's, it, that's that's diet killing you. I mean, so it's, you get to a certain point in your life where you say, you know what? I had a lot of fried chicken. That's just just not, man. I don't eat. I eat fried chicken maybe. I, I, I think if I say five times a year, I'm, I, I might be exaggerating. Maybe five times a year, and that's it. There's no fried fish in my house. I mean, okay, you you have a steak. There's no need to fry a steak. It really isn't. Well, like the air fry now. How people got the air fryer? Well, that's a brand new one to me. That's some kind of George Foreman grilling thing. It's, it's, it's like a fryer, but it's no oil, no nothing. It's just, it, I don't know how it works, but it just it's by the air, some whatever thing that's in this device. Well, you know what? I never used that's it, not, but I heard that it's pretty good. That doesn't sound like the worst. I think the oil, having something soaked in fucking oil is not that great for you. Like, I don't use, I don't use real sugar. At all anymore. White sugar? That shit's horrible. I stopped using I stopped using sugar for say a month. 
10 pounds came off me directly, not actually even doing anything else, just not by not putting four to six spoons of extra sugar in your body because it's hard to burn off sugar. Damn, I need to try You know? That. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, everybody can't do it because people like shit sweet. But I don't drink sodas. I I I, I stopped drinking sodas, man, before I left New York. So we talking like at least six years. And I was a I was a Pepsi addict. I mean, I buy a two liter on say I buy a two liter Friday, that should be gone Saturday afternoon. Because yeah. I, I would eat it, I drink it with anything. So now, you I might take a sip of a soda if I'm on vacation with my wife and it comes with something she ordered in a, in a bar, but that's it. But you know, diet. And, and going to the doctor. There's no, there's no, nothing to be ashamed of keeping your doctor's appointments. I tell people all the time, you got to go to a fucking doctor, man. That's, that's, that's not optional. No, it's not. You know what? It's not optional for you. It's not optional for the children. You need your blood work done. And you know who else you need to see? Most ignored, you got to go to the dentist. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, people don't think about this. And this makes perfect sense, but they don't think about it. Your teeth are directly linked to your heart, to your heart. Because bacteria gets into your bloodstream. What is the filter for your blood? Your heart. Eventually, that shit will clot up, and you'll have heart problems from your teeth. Yeah, that's true. So they're all so when important. You said that, um, when you said that congestive heart failure is not a death sentence, so you're saying that that can be reversed? No, 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 no. I don't want you or anybody to uh, misconstrue that. When you get it, once you get heart disease, you have heart disease for life. Can you maintain it? Yes. But I'm telling you, this is my gut feeling on the Craig Mack situation. That cult that he was involved with in South Carolina, mm-hmm. they probably were anti-medicine, and they were definitely anti-surgery. You know, some cults are going to be like this. If God gave it to you, he wanted you to have it. Right. There are things. Look, first of all, I know that he really wasn't dealing with doctors because if his heart was that bad, he should have at least been on a registry. We, have either one of y'all heard Craig Mack's name and heart registry combined since his death? I haven't heard of Craig Mack in like 20 years. Or okay. No, but I'm saying since his death, you know there's been a lot of articles. But you have not oh, yeah, heard yeah, him yeah, listed yeah. as being, okay, first of all, he might have needed a vowel, a brand new vowel. He might have also had clogged arteries. There are blood thinners you could take. This, like I said, I didn't want to go too deep into, but there's a uh, lot of shit that you could take. No, give me something. Your heart will, your heart bones, your heart will never be the same. Mm-hmm. There's things that you'll never be able to do that you used to do. Period. It's just the reality of situation. But they fix you. This is modern technology, man. They've been doing this shit since the 1930s. Open heart surgery is no joke. Trust me when I right. tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that is life-changing shit. Everything about you will change. Every single thing about you will change, including your outlook on life. Right. But in 2011, I had to do it. It was not optional. I would not be talking to anybody today if I didn't do it. It was as simple as that. Doctor said, this is not, this is not an option. This is not in your hands. You do two things. You go home, you tell your wife, I love you, but I'm going to die. I choose to die. Or you're going to let us sit your ass for 11 hours under fucking anesthesia, and we're going to do what we got to do. I'm glad I did it because I had no choice. So, I, I, I'm, like I said, I don't think I'm an expert on the subject, but I'm well-versed on the deal behind it. Right. Yeah, because I um, got a friend. He needs a heart transplant. See, that's a whole different another. thing. Yeah, and I was talking to that, another brother. He has the congestive heart failure. And he doesn't eat, and nothing has, he should be able to go about his life. I mean, I'm talking about go about his life to the point where if he got, if he went and got what he needed done medically to be able to work out, have an active sex life, to be able to even exercise, look normal. The only time somebody should be able to tell that something happened to you is when you take your shirt off and you got this fucking scar that goes from, God, uh, put it this way, 13 to 16 inch fucking scar down the middle of your body. But mm-hmm. other than that, you know, other than the Frankenstein, nope, you couldn't look at me and tell. You couldn't. It's impossible. You know, like right. all of a sudden my skin changed. I got frail. I'm a big, thick, 230 pound fucking man. You, could, you couldn't tell. I'm muscular. You know? You, you you wouldn't look at me and say something something happened because it's internal. It's not external. It's not like I burnt in the fire. Right. You know. But I feel for your buddy on the uh, transplant thing because that's a whole that's a whole nother level. It's not even dependent on him anymore. He's dependent on the kindness of a stranger to help him survive or yeah, help us yeah. survive. But the congestion. Well, quick, fellas, I just want to say. I, I, I got to take off, so I just wanted to say thanks. Hey, thank you, brother. Be easy. All right. Have a good, right, have a good one. Okay. Me too. Me but too. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for him and his family or her and her family that they're doing everything that they're supposed to be doing and not letting fear at all control their decisions or dogma control their decisions. I don't want some minister telling you we we could have you sit down and for 24 hours have the whole church put their hands on you and it'll be better. It don't go away. This is something that you got to do something about. It's as simple as that. You know, God does no longer place manna on the ground and, and every morning we go out and gather it. We got to work. We got to shop. We got to cook. Or we order and then we eat. You know, yeah. So wow, that's yeah, my man. Yeah, I mean, if I, if I knew the person, I talk to them. I'm always open to talk to anybody going through that situation. Yeah, because it ain't easy, but it's it's, it's necessary. Right. You know, 
It's necessary. And it's not as, you know what, the best thing you can do is, Bones, if you got any feelings for the person, just be there after. Be right. there after. Because they're, everybody that's not there after, they will remember. Definitely. Because, because, you know what, everybody told me that, and when I looked around, I was by myself. And that really fucked me up. And I, to me, it was an unforgivable offense. And I'm not usually that type of person. And a person that was there for me the most and there for my wife the most wasn't even that close to me. And it shocked both of us. And we've never stopped thanking the person. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you need anything? Do you need anything? Do you want anything? you need me to take her somewhere? Anything. Before I asked the question, this person was asking me. And that was beautiful. The day that I came home, this was the person that picked me up and brought me home. Yeah, that's what I'm doing for a friend of mine now. And we don't see them that often. We speak to them maybe every six months. But we always, in their company, always have a great time and they got good vibes. And her husband slipped on some ice and he tore ligaments. And he said he would have been better off breaking his leg than, you know, having to get the ligament damage. And um, it's like two months before he could put any pressure on the leg. So I just said, listen, is there anything that you need? I could take him to a doctor's appointment or therapy. Just ask, you know. Yeah, and that, so, that, that's, uh, that, you know what? That's huge. People don't, you know what? It's it's, it's humongous. I, 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 I'll always promise myself that this one thing about me, I'm a loyal person. If somebody's in my world and if, I never, one thing, well, I'll say this, Bones. I have never told anybody that I care about them that I don't care about. I never told anybody that I love that I don't love. I'm not stuck because you're my family that I love you. I don't love all my relatives. I'd be a liar to say I love all my relatives. Some of my relatives I could do without. I had nothing to do with the bloodline, so mm-hmm. I don't take responsibility for it. I'm not a phony. And just because you tell me you love me don't mean I'm going to say I love you. Yeah. yeah. See, see, that's a part of being free. I make my rules. Now, I won't do anything against you, but I don't really want to be bothered with you. I'm a a firm believer in cleaning cleaning the docket. Somebody told me and gave me some good, good advice, and I try to give others the same advice. If you have somebody that you don't think that you want to keep contact with, the safe bet to not ever keep contact with is to wipe that person out of everything that you have. That means take their fucking number out of your phone. Take that person off of your Facebook, your social media. This way, you don't say you have a moment of lax, and you be like, it's been three years, let me reach out to the person. And then you get that person on the phone, and you be like, damn, now I remember why I don't talk to you. So mm-hmm. to avoid that, just eliminate it. Now you don't even have a chance. Like somebody called me the other day, and I don't really speak to her. I don't want nothing to do with it anymore. So my wife said, why are you calling back? I said, because as soon as that phone call came, I deleted it from my phone. So now I don't even have the – I can't even call them back if I want it. I can't even call because I don't, I don't have the ability. I don't know your number. 
And I make sure that I'm not linked to you in any other manner. If I don't want to speak to somebody, I don't, why the hell would I want that same person on my social media? If I don't want to speak to you in real life, like real talking, I don't need you to know what I'm doing, how I'm feeling. I don't even need you to know if I'm alive or not. I'll pass. But that's me. It don't, it don't work for everybody. It works for me. Right. You know. But if you, if, you know what? The universe will bless you and your family by being a good person to somebody that needs you. That, it, I think it works out that way. Everybody thinks it's financial. Maybe you get six months longer to live because you're a good person to somebody else, and that's your payment. You know, maybe you never go hungry. Because that's your payment. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. We do good, not to get back good, but it, it, it always bounces back like a boomerang. Good good comes back to people who do good. And I won't even talk about people who do bad, because forget them. I'm, I'm, yeah, right, exactly. But I, I believe that. I believe what but, you put in is what you get out, you know. And think about it. It's unfortunately, it's real unfortunate. But as we advance in age, one thing that we'll get to know more and more and more is sickness. It's not by us, by others. It's going to become a part of our reality, especially as you approach 60 and 70. I can't even imagine a 75-year-old who knows 25 people. They're going like this. My friends are going to be dying left and right, sick with this and that and the other. I mean, unfortunately, we're at the age right now we're seeing people that Younger, older, that are sick with, you know, illnesses that are very preventable. You know, you're looking like, oh, man, come on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, can de- you know, you can defeat your high blood pressure, cholesterol, and um, sugar levels. Yeah, but you have to, like you know what I was saying, you can't let the fork and the knife beat you. Yeah, and you right, got right, to move exactly. your ass. You know, yeah. and it, it's not, it's, it's not a crime. To, it's not a crime. People, what it is is, Bones, I think a lot of people, I did this in my 20s. I did this in my teens. I did this in my 30s. I did this in my 40s. And they can't come to grips. I'm 50. I have to stop. Right. I, I don't drink a drop of alcohol. Not a drop. I don't give a fuck. How, and I'm not an alcoholic. I say that with pride. I don't drink because I have a problem with drinking. I don't drink because it does me no good to drink. You get the difference? Yeah. What benefit? I like being sober. What benefit does it give me to drink? I drink enough between the ages of 18 and 45 to last a lifetime. I have those memories. So now I know that I can go from now to my grave and never be drunk. And there's no need for me to be drunk at 50 years old. Right. I don't have an occasion. If it's a holiday, if it's a, a, it's a uh, what do you call it, uh, anniversary or something, my wife wants to have a wine, that's my wife. That's not my body. My body, I'm watching. I'm watching yeah. my body. I can't, I can't so, afford to put it in me no more. Right. So um, you think Tiger's on the, on the rise? Tiger Woods. Listen. Tiger last week was a joy to watch. And I, I, I wish Net was here. I tell you, and I tell you, and I tell him, ever come my way, I'll take you golfing. It's a must. Have you ever golfed? 
No. Not yet. Golfing is fun. Golfing is fun. I am so mad at us, and when I mean us, black people, that we've given this game and we've called it a white-only game, and it's the stupidest thing ever. Golf is fun. It's fun to learn. It's fun when you're frustrated. It's a beautiful way to get a little bit of exercise and play a game. Tiger, what he does, I can't even dream of, Bones. He hit a shot last week, a putt with pressure on him from like 50, and I was going, damn, man, that looked like Tiger from like 2003. Mm-hmm. And he's doing he's doing well so far in, in this tournament he's playing now. But I'll, I'll see about the Masters. But you know what? When you get those Michael Jordans, when you get those LeBron James, and you get those Tiger Woods and Ali's, you don't really miss them till they were gone. I didn't miss Tiger till he was gone, and now that he's back, it's a beautiful thing. Now, the person I can do without, but the, the talent, that's a once-in-a-lifetime talent, man. Once-in-a-lifetime. Yeah, surprisingly, I was watching first take, and um, they had him as the favorite to win the Masters. Well, see, that's insanity. Let's see how he yeah, does exactly. this weekend. Right, right. See, he just played a tournament last week, came in second. He's in a tournament as we speak today. Let's see how he ends up on Sunday. If Tiger is not in his red top Sunday, that means he didn't even make it to the weekend, which would be a regress. But it's a, it's a beautiful game, man. A beautiful game. I've 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 golfed a many 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 times. I've owned clubs. I don't know. Last fifteen years of my life. You know, I've never had the pleasure of golfing with a black person. Wow. I've never golfed with a black person. Yeah. Ever. Because every black person I know, oh, I'm not playing that white game. I'm not. It's like I'm asking them to play hockey. Or. Hmm. I never played. I'm not interested in learning. I'm not interested. Okay, I went to the driving range with my brother and his son one time on Father's Day, but that's about it. And this is this is over twenty something years of golf, and I never played. It just dawned on me I've never played with a black person. Wow. I played. I played with some Puerto Ricans, but I ain't never played with a black person. I can't convince a black person to go golfing with me. Insane, but true. Wow. I wish it wasn't true. I really, you know, not that I care. Once I get on a golf course, I'm not thinking about you. I'm thinking about my game. Right. You know, well, I'm run, with me. Okay. Well, Bones, man, you be easy. You have a great weekend. I hope y'all know interested and kick your ass. No, 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 no. It wasn't that bad at all. It wasn't nothing. Thank God. Good. It wasn't nothing. Hey, man, I, I do appreciate you calling in. I thank you, man. Oh, Be no easy. problem, brother. You're welcome. You too. I have a good Okay. Weekend. Thanks. Well, people, this is Strange Talk with Doc, and like I said, you can always reach me Monday and Friday, live, 12 o'clock noon, 724 Call ID is one four five zero four eight. You can like, share, comment. 
Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Vimo, SoundCloud, Speaker. I'm all over the place. iTunes, uh, Instagram, Facebook. Now, I'm going to tell you like I always tell you, no matter what's going on in the world, you be easy peace.